Hey peeps, you're listening to Northern Ireland's number one business podcast. One day, the UK's leading podcast, and then we'll take on the world. Well, you've got to have some ambition, for God's sake, folks. And you'll have been on the journey with me right from the very start. This is your speed mentor, Gavin Wall. You're listening to episode 39, and you'll be talking to the wall today about how to create an unstoppable mindset. So let's dive right in, and we'll not bother with any old fannying about today. Look, we all know that you are what you eat. Correct? We all know that. So if you eat ice cream all day and chocolate, you're going to gain weight, you're going to get diabetes and you're going to die. Simples. Whereas if you eat a balanced diet, drink plenty of water, you're going to be physically healthier and you're not going to die. Well, just not as quickly anyway. Well, why do we spend so little time thinking about what we put into our minds? Because the same principle applies about our mindset. Whether you feed your mind or whatever you feed your mind, you become just like with your health and diet. So if you don't challenge your mind, it won't stretch. If you don't nourish your mind, it won't grow. If you don't educate your mind, it won't develop. We all know this stuff deep down, but we'd rather soak it in alcohol at the weekend, feed it episodes of EastEnders, gorge and shoot em up games. Just a long line of consumption of more and more shite. I think about this stuff very deeply indeed. As the stronger your mindset is, the stronger your resolve will be to keep on track through the ups and downs of life. Particularly in entrepreneurial life, you can develop an unstoppable and a winning mindset, but to do so you must control what goes into your subconscious mind. Let's first take a a moment to consider the fact that your subconscious mind is like a huge memory bank. Its capacity is virtually unlimited. And it it's permanently, it permanently stores everything that ever happens to you. And I mean everything. The good stuff and the bad. Think for a minute about all the bad stuff that you've let in. It's never coming back out, folks. It's stored on your own personal hard drive forever. All that bad stuff that you've, you've consumed. Okay. I had a business person I, I was helping who said to me that he always says to himself, hashtag WWGD which is hashtag what would Gavin do every time he has a decision to make about what will affect his future outcomes. And it might be useful for you to build on that a little bit during this episode. So ask yourself, when you're feeding stuff in, particularly if it's negative stuff, just say to yourself, WWGD, what would Gavin do? And that will give you the answer about whether to feed any more of that stuff back into you or not. Now, your conscious mind is a bit like a gardener. It decides whether to mow the lawn and pull out the weeds Or to plant some Japanese knotweed to ruin your garden. So that's your conscious mind is like the gardener who decides what to put into your garden. Now your conscious mind then develops or your subconscious mind then develops in response to the good stuff or the bad stuff that your gardener has tended to in your subconscious mind. Have a think about what you're putting into your subconscious mind. This is so, so important. All your habits of thought and of action are stored in your subconscious mind. It memorises them and it creates your own comfort zones around which it then influences your feelings towards your actions. Your subconscious mind causes you to feel emotionally and physically uncomfortable 
whenever you attempt to do anything new or different or to change any of your established patterns of behaviour. The sense of fear and discomfort are psychological signs that your subconscious has been activated around those things that are outside your normal parameters of what you do. You just get as comfortable whether you're thinking in constructive or destructive patterns depending on the nature of the stuff that you've been putting in. Look, when you put in the bad stuff, it wants more of the bad stuff. When you put in the good stuff, it wants more of the good stuff and is comfortable with it. That's why habits are so hard to break, particularly the bad ones. However, when you learn to create such patterns with purpose, you can harness the power of habit and develop new comfort zones to which your subconscious will adapt. Now, you're still with me, folks. This is really, really important stuff. Now, one of my favourite personal development books of all time is written by a guy called Professor Steve Peters, who's worked with some of the, the most talented sports people um, who struggled a little bit with their mindsets, such as Ronnie O'Sullivan. Now, for those of you who are outside the UK, you might know of Ronnie, but he's the greatest ever snooker player of all time, um, and he was controlled by his chimp. Now, the chimp is the description that Prof- Professor Steve Peters uses for one's subconscious. And the book has helped me not just so much about what to feed my chimp or my subconscious, but how to train the chimp and the subconscious as well. Now, I'm going to do a wee offer here for some of you people who are out there listening today. I'm going to send a free copy of Steve Peter's book um, to the first six people to request it from me with a copy of a new review of this podcast attached to a message. So hit me up on my social channels, hit me up in my email, send me a screenshot of a review, as long as it's a five-star one, folks, a review of this podcast, and I'm going to send out a copy of The Chimp Paradox by Steve Peters to the first six people who contact me. So there's a little bit of homework for I can hear. Some of you clicking off now straight away and going and starting to do that. Now, so your subconscious develops fears, inferiorities, feelings of dread, but it can also feel positive superior and contented and it all depends on the type of stuff that you're putting in. So you need to get committed to feeding the right stuff into your subconscious mind and doing it regularly. That's why I've been so determined to develop a podcast that can hit your subconscious mind every single day. Now it takes your conscious mind to switch your device on and start to download and listen to it but it's going deep down into your subconscious mind. And I wanted to bed in, I want you to, this motivational stuff to bed into you, to be like the personal uh, PT for your mind and do it every day for free. um, So it'll help you implement a positive pattern of thinking and outlook into your subconscious mind. Now your gorilla goals, focusing on productive action, building great habits, helps you develop the good stuff uh, so that your comfort zone is knee deep in all this secret sauce, all that good stuff. You can teach yourself to be comfortable with new, ch- you can, yeah, you can do this with new challenges if that's what you do on a regular basis. That was my commitment to myself 21 years ago to challenge myself continuously, push outside my comfort zone for the rest of my days, and I've done that religiously, developing a comfort within my subconscious about undertaking challenge. So the consistently successful amongst us are always stretching ourselves pushing ourselves out of our comfort zones while pouring in the good stuff into our lives to help us flourish. We're aware how quickly the comfort zone in in any area becomes a rut. It's a fact that complacency is the great enemy of creativity and future possibilities. So let's take a look 
at how this is going to apply to your everyday life. What sort of stuff are you feeding into your subconscious mind where it's going to sit there in the bowels of your subconscious mind for the rest of your days? Have a think about what you've consumed through your senses. What have you consumed visually, orally, through touch in the last week? What emotions have you exposed your subconscious to in the last week? How much of it is the good nourishing stuff like love and growth that will fertilise that garden of yours like Percy Thrower or like the big tit himself, Alan Titmarsh, um, that you would be proud of? And how much of it is the spoil that will choke the good stuff in your garden like the Japanese knotweed that I talked about earlier? Have a deep, deep think about what it is because this stuff is really important. I've spent several years uh, going deeper and deeper into this stuff, stripping out more and more of the bad to build an unstoppable and a winning mindset. Here, here's an example. I was a news and politics junkie for over 30 years. I used to consume hours and hours of the stuff every day, starting every day with the same routine, listening to Radio 4 Today programme from 6am through to the Nolan Show on Radio Ulster, then James O'Brien on LBC. By the way, James O'Brien's only one worth listening to. Um, I regret having to cut that out. Then it was World at One on Radio 4, then Eddie Mayer on, P- on PM, he's now on LBC. Then the 6 o'clock news and question time at John Pienaar, any questions, any answers, the Marshall, Robert Pest, Newsnight, the Newspaper Review this week, The View, and any other shows that Andrew Neil was on, maybe even some RTTV. Now, are you getting the picture? I was absolutely hooked to this stuff. Now, this stuff was just on a continual loop in the background of everything I did. I was shoveling it into my life, into my subconscious by the skip load. It's a freaking miracle that I got anything done. But I have a strong interest in it and I felt that I needed to know this stuff. Now, if I'm really being honest with you folks, perhaps there was an intellectual snobbery piece I had. I'm just looking deep down into myself as I always knew more about politics than anyone else. And when it came to my new shy of that, I could really sort of show off a little bit with that. But I'm over that stage of my life. But about 18 months ago, I, I, I don't know whether it was the toxicity that was unleashed into the public discourse through Brexit or the fake news phenomenon coming from the US or whether I was just finally sickened uh, with enough of the bills that the BBC poisons NI with through its diet of other sectarianism that it dishes up through our various formats on the Nolan show that dominate NI and Northern Ireland on radio and TV. Now, I know of possibly more listeners across in GB than in NI and Stephen Nolan does a great job on Five Live and I wish the fuck he'd fuck off there and stay there as his output in this country in Northern Ireland is sickening and divisive. As an aside, I must say I'm a huge supporter of the BBC and its charter but the content it's poisoning and I with with a fake narrative of the warring green and orange communities and its punch and duty show the absolute fakery is grinding my gears and I'm close to snapping in relation to my support for the BBC. There's so much positive narrative here but it's drowned out with the sectarian narrative that's pumped out by Nolan shows each and every day. Anyway, that's the rant over. I decided 18 months ago that I could no longer justify pumping the negative stuff into me. It was finally affecting my mindset after 30 years. I'm surprised it hadn't uh, affected it a long time before that. So I had no real ability to influence um, the outcomes of this stuff and it was negatively impacting my own growth. And if you're listening to this stuff regularly, you will have very little ability to influence any of it and it will be negatively impacting yours too. So I decided to totally cut out all news and politics entirely from my life, replacing it 
with exclusively positive content of personal development, more books, more podcasts, more audiobooks, more research around areas in which I'm interested interested in. Okay, About three weeks after the change, I can remember walking to a large set-piece meeting. That was a really important meeting with my earphones in. And on my way, I was listening to personal development material rather than the toxic toxic trash of the Nolan show that I'd normally have been listening to a few weeks earlier. I remember to this day my confidence walking into that meeting. It was a meeting at which there was a fair bit of pressure on me, if I'm honest. And my subconscious, which had been listening to only positive uplifting stuff for about three weeks at that stage rather than the toxic stuff switched on and I felt like I was seven feet tall walking into that meeting and I was ready to lead. I'm not going to say too much more in this episode as I know you'll get the point. I want you to commit to making at least one change in your routine to weed out at least one element of the poison that you're pumping into your subconscious each and every day Take your time, think through what you're consuming, uh, what your thoughts are having. Maybe it's envy, greed, consuming the Nolan show, uh, getting involved in smack talk with colleagues, complaining about others, playing Fortnite Fortnite endlessly. What are you going to give up and what are you going to put back instead to help and nourish your mind just like I made the decision 18 months ago? Also, Think about how you're going to challenge yourself a bit more too to get your subconscious mind, your chimp, used to being outside its comfort zone so it can grow. Think about something you've just said no to um, that you're going to double back on now and say yes to. Think about it. What is it? Let me know about it and I'll virtually hold your hand um, through the process of the coming weeks. Remember, I'm here for you on this podcast but don't be afraid to reach out to me and start a conversation. Don't forget either that the six copies of the Steve Peters, the Chimp Paradox are available. I'm giving them away to the first six people who message me with a pick of their new review of this podcast series. As you'll know by now, the Speed Mentor Retreat is happening on the 18th and 19th of May, where 12 people seeking to learn the principles of success and how to apply them in their lives through mindset, motivation and massive action will join me for the weekend to create the lives of abundance that they deserve. There are only a couple of places left, so don't delay and hit me up and we'll get you booked on. Now that's it from me today. Do you want sunflowers or Japanese knotweed growing in your mind? As ever, it's your choice. 